What's up? It's Moody MD. Listen, I have struggled. We'll get through this together. Yo, I'm TBD. I'm a work in progress, helping us reach our full potential. We on a journey. This is about personal growth. Our voices. Our experiences. This is us, transparent, no filter. Life is short. Let's make it sweet. Let's get it. Want to kill me and y'all still with him. Nigga, y'all chill with him. And y'all wonder why we not friends. Best thing I could do is not build with you when I could destroy you. That takes some fucking discipline. I could send a team to come trail you. I got a billion or two. And I know where the fuck you live. Short okay, so why podcast, this song? Yes, go 11, ahead. why this song? So that's Love All. That song. That's <laughs> by Drake and uh, Jay-Z on the certified okay. lover boy. I think that song that talks about resilience resiliency it, mm-hmm. it talks about the comeback about you know the overcoming adversity people want to put you down it takes some strength to overcome that and not really overlook it but put people in certain places certain perspectives so i feel like that's a that's a great intro to what we're doing you know the pandemic has really had an effect on our podcast our and i, yes. I don't know if you want to deep dive elaborate into that Yeah, I mean, honestly, I can't blame it all on the pandemic because a lot of it has just been me. Um, So I've been dealing with my own mood changes, moody MD, and I've been dealing with like depression from time to time and just not really feeling up to doing the podcast, asking myself, like, what's the purpose of the podcast? Um, who are we really reaching? Just a lot of doubts about myself and negative thoughts that impacted me wanting to really engage with this platform, like how I needed to. Because one thing that you was mentioning, TBD, is that this podcast has been almost like a form of therapy to you. Is that true? Facts. Yeah. So this has been like an outlet for me to, you know, get my thoughts out there. Like one, I had talked about being an introvert. So to get on this platform, to talk to an audience and you have mentioned something that really stuck out, like saying you didn't know who we, who we were reaching when we were doing mm. it consistently. We had an audience in different countries from Brazil wow. to Asia to Australia, Europe. So I think I think we were doing our thing, but part of it was consistency. And I, I can attest mm. to, um, you know, trying to figure out that balance with being a new father with dealing with relationships, uh, dealing with work, trying to balance all of those things. It has become, I wouldn't say a stress point, but it it felt like work. And when we're doing something where we're not being compensated, it can be hard to, you know, find that consistency with it. But I think one, what we're about to introduce is an additional accountability partner who is going to help us stay the course life happens. So if Moody MD gets busy or myself gets busy, we got another person to fill in, kind of keep balance with um, the whole initiative. So I think it's all going to work out. You know, so what we're talking about, I don't, I don't know if TVD actually said it, but one thing that we're talking about is trying to bring on a co-host, a additional co-host to the podcast, because like what TVD is saying, like an extra accountability partner, um, as well as if one of us is sick or has something to do, um, we could still keep the podcast going. 
Also, just another person for creative inspiration to give us ideas about what we're going to bring to this platform that can reach you all. Basically, we brought another nigga on the show. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but, um, you know, she was previously on when we were talking about yeah. um, you know, one, this is my my therapist. She's a creator. She's a business owner, business like. I think she's a mogul, like somebody I look up to, <laughs> I draw inspiration from. So, and she's indecisive like me. So, Lil D, you know, go ahead and uh, take yourself off mute. Hey, y'all. <laughs> what's good? What's good? Tell, tell us a little bit about you. Like, you know, why, why this platform? Why, why do you want to do this podcast with us? Well, I just want to, you know, thank you both for, you know, considering me to do this. I think when we did our episode together, I feel like we all just meshed so well. I feel like we all, you know, just brought a different perspective and, you know, we all go way back. So I just feel like <laughs> we all have that, you know, that chemistry. But, you know, I'm not the type of person that likes to put myself out there. I like to be like the background person. So this is definitely a change of speed for me, but I'm definitely open and welcome into the challenge so yeah we're so happy to have you I mean when you came on to the podcast a couple of episodes ago I think you were talking about parenting challenges during the pandemic mm -hmm. and you just really had such insightful things to say and I'm like either a she really prepared or b she's just really good at this <laughs> so I think it was just she's just really good at this and I mean you know, you're absolutely right. Synergy is absolutely so important. I mean, you can get two, three co-hosts together. And if they don't have that synergy, that ability to build upon each other, then it's just not going to have that flow. But we had yeah. that flow. It was going. We had fun with it. Mm -hmm. And I'm just so excited because I think you can really bring some good things to this platform. Thank you. The only thing I'm not bringing right now is a little moniker. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I'll think on that. But, you know, I was telling y'all before that ever since I was eight, I've been real basic with my little names. Like, mm -hmm. you know, when, when I got AOL, my name was Denitra one at AOL.com. And in mm -hmm. Spanish class, it was Denitra. So I don't know. It That's may cool. just be Denitra. So I don't know. But I'll think on it. Maybe, what, you was know? Your, um, what was your rap name? You know, I know I know everybody, you know, while they was a kid, was in a group. They rap, they sung. What was your your stage name there? I have no stage name. You didn't have no stage name. It was the Nietzsche one at AOL.com. <laughs> exactly. Basically, basically so, so the only the only time I ever used a little fake name was, you know, back in the day at the club and I would oh, give, God. you know, a little fake name. So that was Ash Ashley. Ashley. <laughs> Ashley. No. So do you prefer that we call you um, Denitra at this juncture? Like, what are you preferring that the audience refer you to? Yeah, y'all can just call me Denitra. Y'all can just call me okay. Denitra. I love it. I like it. CBD, where are you with trying to determine a moniker? I mean, it came so... I, I mean, like, for me, I don't even know where I got the idea to start calling myself Moody MD. I really don't know where it came from. It was like two years ago and I've gone with it. I float with it. Some of my mm -hmm. um, social media panhandles have yeah. uh, Moody MD as its uh, title. So. I mean, it works me. for you though. Right? I mean, because yeah. you, you've been open about being bipolar and then you're a doctor. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that that flows, flows. and it is, mm -hmm. it's creative. 
But honestly, I think TBD kind of flows with me as well. Like it's something that I'm a evolving person and shit, like to be determined. Like, like I Pokemon. Like, <laughs> 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 no, it's, it's just it's just one of those things right. where I, I just I I just feel like it's just that's just me. It's something that I've adapted and it's something. I agree no, with that. Though. I'm an indecisive person, it. so it's just like fuck you. Like, I don't even yeah. think it's about like okay. On one hand, you can look at it and you can say it's about indecisiveness to be determined because you don't know right now. But I think on more of a philosophical, 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 I, I could not <laughs> say that word. Okay, right. on a philosophical <laughs> level, you are right. I mean. The idea of going by TBD speaks to the fact that life just doesn't really always walk in a straight trajectory and life can bring to you multiple things coming at you. There's multiple seasons of life. And it actually goes directly with what the title of this podcast is, the short and sweet podcast. Life is short. Let's make it sweet. So I just feel like, you know, there's so much life is so dynamic and you saying that. TBD is absolutely perfect. I mean, I've been dealing with bipolar disorder for like 15 years. So it's just something that I think that's why Moody MD came so easy to me because I identify so strongly with having to manage this chronic illness while also being a physician. So the two just meshed easily. But for most people, they don't have that same story of such closeness to be able to come up with, you know, a moniker. So I love TBD. Keep I mean, it. And then for, you know, you, you, you went super deep with it for a simple form to be D. My name is D like to yeah. be D like on, on the <laughs> form, yeah. it's just like, I don't know. I just think it, it kind of stick, but it just, it sticks. but shit, I'm, <laughs> I'm indecisive as well. So shit, I might change it in six episodes. Who knows? <laughs> right. I mean, it, it just, it is what it is, but that that's what it is now. But more about the nature. What do you like to do? Like, you know, t- tell us more about you. Like what makes, I, I know you love to travel. How many countries have you been to? Yeah, I definitely love to travel. <laughs> and so like during COVID when I couldn't have my little escape to travel, like it really affected me, but I just got back. Girl, I was, I was, listen, I was, I was so super stressed. So I just got back from Mexico in July. Mm -hmm. Now I brought COVID back with me, but listen, the trip was worth it and I would do it again, you know, but Mm -hmm. like, I definitely love it. Yeah. I I caught COVID when I was out there. So I was out there from like third, the 14th through the 19th. So I think that's like Thursday through Tuesday. I can't really remember right now, but I started feeling symptoms on Sunday. And when I got home on Tuesday, I tested on Wednesday and I came back positive, but my symptoms weren't bad. And it was, you know, honestly in my head, I really thought I was the cure and I couldn't catch. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, dang, I was thinking in my head that I ain't tell nobody my thoughts, but yeah, I was like, I'm the cure, you know, I can't catch this, but yeah, I caught it in Mexico. It was me and my six friends and no one else caught it but me. So. Wow. Girl, what are you doing? Girl, I don't know. I was doing the same things they were doing. We got massages up here, taking shots, eating food. Like we were out, we were outside y'all. I'm I'm just glad you didn't get monkey pots, but. 
A question with that, though, follow up question. You had said that not being able to travel has negatively impacted you. And what a, mm-hmm. and what senses or what impact did it have on you in a negative? So I feel like I feel like traveling is my self-care. So when you mm-hmm. can't have access to your self-care, it, it just really stresses you out and makes you just feel overwhelmed. So um, like around January timeframe, I started noticing I was having heart palpitations and it was, you know, scary. Like it would be like occasionally, but I feel like it started picking up and it was it like at first it was like maybe a couple times out the week and maybe only a certain time period. But like I said, it started increasing. And honestly, when I went to um, Mexico and that was my first time going out the country since 2018, um, cause I had a whole bunch of trips planned in 2020. Um, so after my Mexico trip, I haven't had a single heart palpitation and this has Ooh, been going on constantly since January. What do you think the heart palpitations were due to like anxiety? It's probably stress. I think it was stress. You know, I've been going yeah. through a lot this year in 2020. So, um, mm-hmm. um, we had previously spoke about, you know, the COVID vaccine on the episode that I was on and, at my job, I had applied for an exemption for the COVID vaccine. <clears throat> you know, I'm pro-choice in every area of my life. And I feel like, mm-hmm. you know, if you feel like it's best for you, I feel like you should get it. And if you feel like you don't want it, I feel like you should have that choice as well. So mm-hmm. I went and tried to get a medical exemption for it, an exemption for it. And um, I was dealing with that because, you know, if my exemption is not approved, I could, you know, potentially lose my job. And then recently my daughter's father passed away back in June. So it's just been, you know, a lot of just stress this year. But I promise you, like, I remember I was talking to like one of my friends before I left for Mexico and I was like, I had like a cardiologist appointment scheduled for August. Cause I was like, girl, I'm just dealing with these heart palpitations. Like sometimes it gets to the point where I feel like I can't breathe. And like I said, it's throughout the whole um, day or whatnot. Um, so day we got two our of friend Mex- coming to visit. Is that Kim? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm a mama y'all. So, you know, she'd be trying right. to, you know, answer. Well, you're, you're, but, you're um, single mom. So now we, we get it. We get it. Yeah, so so like day two of Mexico, honestly, I I didn't feel anything. And by the time I got back, nothing. And I got back July nineteenth and wow. I haven't had anything. Bless. Wow. Bless. So Moody M D, like how how you doing? Like how is your your mental space, your mental health? I'm glad you asked about that. Cause I definitely wanted to to address it. I feel like, you know, over the course of the last eight months. I've been doing a lot of growing, reflecting, and just preparing. So I kind of broke it down that way. Because when I was just thinking about it, I'm like, what am I going to tell our listeners? Like, what I've been up to? They're going to be wondering, nine months is a long time. What have you been doing? So it's been like nine months. Seriously, it's been like nine months. So, I mean, I feel like over... First of all, I've dealt with just mood fluctuations that have happened And like I was saying earlier, not always um, feeling confident in myself. And I think that this podcast is an extension of myself. So if I don't feel confident in me, then I don't always feel confident about this podcast. Um, So that's been a problem for me. And what I've been doing is a lot of growing. So I feel like I've been reflecting emotionally. 
I do still go to therapy four times a week, which some of y'all might be like, oh my God, how does she go to therapy four times a week? Well, let me tell you, I do. And it has led, I've been doing it now for the last two and a half years. And it's led to hella growth in terms of just emotionally. I feel like I'm not as petty and contrary as I used to be. I feel like my relationships are stronger. Um, I feel that I'm better able to see outside of myself. Like in the past, others would kind of comment and throw you know, shade that I was just kind of self-centered almost. Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, people can be self-centered on the perspective of like, oh, I'm so fly, I'm so pretty. Or it can just be like, you're more so self-centered because you have, you feel like, you know, life is giving you these negative apples that you have to juggle. And so it's like, woe is me, that kind of attitude. And I do feel like I had that woe is me attitude, like, oh, my God, like I have bipolar disorder, I have anxiety, I have this going on, I can't do this. And so just me growing emotionally to just figure it out that other people are in the same situation that I am in. I'm not the only person out there. Um, and then I also feel like this has been like a stage of preparation for me, too, because um, so I have an autoimmune disease and I am supposed to be doing an autoimmune lifestyle, which includes like a large basis for a certain diet, a lot of exercise, and I haven't quite been sticking to it like how I want to. So I've been kind of just in the preparatory phase before I completely commit to it. I've also been preparing for IVF, that's in vitro infertilization. Oh, so sorry. in the, I know, right? Awesome. So I do want to have Right. Hold on, hold on. That's, <laughs> that's dope. That's dope. So I do, I do. I want to have a baby. So y'all mm -hmm. got kids, you guys are parents, and I do want to have a child in the future, but it's a lot of anxieties that come with that. Like, what is my lifestyle going to look like? Um, you know, it's going to be a big ass change. And honestly, I feel like you, you can never prepare. You just got to do it. And that's why everybody and keeps telling me that you can't prepare. You can't because I feel like it's something you've never experienced before. Mm -hmm. And this is a lifetime change. It's not like, oh, this is something I got to deal with for three months. No, this is forever. But mm -hmm. then also, like how you said, like the podcast is an extension of you. That child is mm -hmm. an extension of you. So it's like everything, every sort of information that you pour into that child is going to be a representation of the world. So it's just like, you know, try to mold them the best you can. Uh, just try to lead them to the right direction. But, you know, my son. I hope they don't end up in therapy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no. but not nah, ther therapy's good, though. Therapy's I'm saying therapy's therapy good. good. Good, but sometimes I'm like, oh, I hope what I said, they're not talking about me later in therapy. Like, my mama like, said this. <laughs> but I honestly, I honestly feel like as a black culture, we're told to keep things in the house. And that's right. something like, you know, since we stopped doing a podcast, I started therapy in uh, January. And it's, it's gave me that outlet. It's gave me that ability to, you know, be in a safe space, to be in a room, like, you know, one, I do think the therapist itself is very important. You got to find somebody to connect with. Exactly. But, you know, I, I'm just used to like my grandma don't say shit. 
don't tell the cops anything, yeah. blah, 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 blah. <laughs> so it's just like, you know, just keep it all in the house. Like, and that's yeah. that's just a black culture. And we are super hardened. And then on yeah. top of that, being a male, it's just like, you know, those extra, like you're not supposed to show emotion. So mm-hmm. it's just like, I don't know. Sure. I, I feel like I'm becoming, I'm evolving more. Like I'm more yeah. in tune. TBD. I'm more, I'm more in tune right. with my emotions. Um, I'm more um, in tune with the world. Like I don't have, I feel like I don't have to be hardened. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if I'm feeling a certain way, I can just speak on that. Like, hey, you, you fucked me over. This is why. Like, I don't let things fester anymore. Like, I, I like the, you know, in the workplace with relationships, with just anybody. If you, if you do something to me that Im- impacts my mental health, I'm gonna address it. And I. I love that. Like it's, it's pushing me to be more open. So now are you in yeah. couples therapy, individual therapy, group? What are you doing? Um damn. I don't want to disclose I'm, everything, but nah, I, oh, my but, bad. no, 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 it's all good. It's all good. I'm I'm doing both. I'm doing both. Okay. So yeah. so I've done both. I've done all kinds of therapy. First of all, let me say that. I've done all kinds of therapy. Um and I feel like the best therapy for me has been um, individual therapy because it's like, you know, you get that one-on-one attention from someone and I like that. And one thing that I've realized just in terms of my relationships with not only my husband, but then family members and also with my coworkers is that you can't control anyone but yourself. You can't change others and their belief systems and how they act and behave. And so it's really put me once I realized that it's like one day my therapist told me that and I was like, yeah, 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 whatever. But I started to realize that like we had a whole couple of weeks where we talked about like in terms of relationships, you can't control other people. And I just feel like um, the more I that I sit with that, the more my relationships improve, because like you said, you're more like verbal about what's going on with you and your emotional health, you know, without letting things fester, you're more vocal. So, yeah. Yeah, that's definitely a good perspective. I do appreciate that perspective, but Mm -hmm. my only thing, so if I'm in a relationship, I don't want to necessarily control someone, but I want to help influence their decision making. So it's like, you know, if if we're in a relationship, if we're in a relationship, we should be together because we have common values. Mm-hmm. So if we're commonly going towards something, if you do something, it's going to negatively impact our relationship. So, you know, as long as I'm moving positive and I'm not doing anything to F you over, I should help influence your decision-making. And I mean, not to be misogynistic or anything, it is the man's job to lead. But everybody, wear, no, but everybody <laughs> wears different hats. Like I do feel like women should lead in different areas. Everybody has yeah. a role. So everybody can lead in different areas. But I just feel and, like, I, I don't know. I, is that an old school way of thinking? Like, Kind of. Denitra, what were you about to say? And that's why I'm, I'm glad y'all on here. Y'all, my accountability. Well, this is how I feel. And I know Denitra's going to chime in soon. I feel like, Back in the day, it was the man being the head of the household and more of the man is the head, the woman is the neck that turns the head, you know, like that little jokingly joking saying. 
nowadays, I feel like everything is about partnership and trying to make the relationship a team where it should no longer be a woman handles everything on the inside, a man handles everything on the outside. It should be more of a we're having a mutual discussion. We've decided that you as a woman and your experiences and your skill set, you would it would make sense for our team, for you to be the head of the inside, while for me and my skill set, it will make sense for me to be the head of the outside. Like, how do you feel about that? How does that resonate with you? You know, does that work for you? I feel like everything should just be on the basis of a team. So going to what you're saying, I do feel like you're a little old school in that. I'm saying I, I definitely get the perspective of a team. I definitely think we should yeah. be a team like when we're making like decisions and stuff together, like even in the Bible, like um, it talks about, you know, the man leading, but it's just kind of like it's and being the head of the household. But it's just kind of like um, what is what is that? What is that thing that is that every man be trying to quote that you should um, the woman should I can't think right now not bow down should defer no i don't know the bible say a lot of shit the bible says you should <laughs> try to sacrifice you should try to sacrifice your son in the case of abraham to show your face i can't i can't think right now but um i i i feel like the man should lead I, I definitely okay. feel like that but i feel like you shouldn't like if you know i'm strong in one area you should kind of like a manager you have your subject matter ex- experts right. so if you know i'm a subject matter expert in a certain area i feel like you should lean on me and i feel like even though you're leading you should still take my advice on some things that doesn't mean that you know i'm not leading or that i don't have any input in a relationship but as my man i, I do feel like you should be the leader of our household um mm-hmm. but i feel like being in the dating world like as women we've always wanted our man to lead but but I feel like we're independent women because we've been in situations where we've had to lead and haven't had a man come in that could actually lead. So I feel like that is a struggle with black women being in relationships because we've had to be strong and independent and lead for so long, especially in our thirties, you know, this, I I honestly feel like this could be an episode right now. So I don't even want to too deep. (laughs) I do. I do want to address one thing. I ain't coming into it like on an old school sort of principle, but to bring up the saying, if you got too many cooks in the kitchen, it's going to fuck up. Like the- yeah. Okay. I remember. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. Finish. I was going to say it's submit. Submit. submit that's the yeah. word oh, okay but submit. you know it talks about a woman submitting but also in that same bible verse it talks about a man must submit to the woman as well so we're submitting right. to each other but i always feel like as like me and my man, we can have our conversations together. Like, okay, this is my opinion. This is your opinion. But then the day I need you to go ahead and present our opinion. Definitely. Like we came to this together. It, it was a consensus, you know? And that's all I'm like, I'm not necessarily saying that. Like, I, I love each of y'all perspectives. Like Pauline, when you talked about skill sets, that's kind of tying into what I'm saying. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. everybody should wear different hats. Denitra, uh, Demi- I brought up the SMEs, the subject, the subject matter experts in different areas. I feel like that mm-hmm. all intertwines together. If you're good at finances, you manage the books. If I'm good at, you know, keeping the line, the the line and, you know, the house chores in line, let's do that. But it's like, if we all over the place, it's going to create dis- a, a dysfunctional household. I agree. 
I do feel like this is a this is a, a excellent topic that we need to definitely need to. Talk I agree. About. I think this is definitely something to expand upon, and it's just really. I feel like this dialogue just really speaks to the reason why we brought Denitra on because not only for the accountability piece and keeping with the flow of episodes every couple of every period of time, whatever we decide on, but also because we thought that the dialogue could be better. And we're all about improvement. You got a face. Like you, you I know she do got that face. And I'm wondering what's up. So no no. So like I know you don't want to talk about like the pre-production part because like I feel like I'm a little planny planny like I like my my little notes my to make sure I'm hitting on stuff my you know I keep what I want to do to try to keep me a little bit organized but I'm definitely not as organized as you know Moody MD is um, <laughs> but honestly since I'm since I am new to this I'm I'm willing to just see how you all's process works and if I have any any suggestions, you know, we can kind of go from there. But back in the day, like when I used to write a paper, you know how you used to have to brainstorm and write your outline and all that stuff. Rough draft. Mine was just always one draft and I would try to edit it if I didn't wait till last minute to write my paper. So that's yeah. <laughs> that's how I am. But I, you know, we are we all do have different personalities and we do all do things differently. So it would help that we had, you know, like a little middle ground for everybody so everyone can feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. Facts. But what what do you think about weekly on the episodes or by by monthly? TBD. We're, we're, we'll get back to it. So, but what I can't what I can't say is we at least are going to do twice a month. That's our commitment. exactly. And then we commit into it. Like it is like we're committed to it in a for me, I feel committed in a different way than how I've been committed before. Just after that conversation when we were on three-way with Denitra and she was just like, okay, yeah, you can do it. (laughs) It was just like, sometimes when people put something to you in such a simplistic way, it just resonates, you know, with how much we hold ourselves back with our thinking and our worries and anxieties. And if we can just overcome those things, then so much in this world that we want to do and strive for it doesn't have to be that hard but we making it that hard uh, imposter syndrome y'all is imposter, I mean, imposter syndrome but then also on top of that like i i love the way like moody she always go into the deep analytical perspective <laughs> i'm gonna get y'all you gotta use that degree i'm about to get y'all the nigga version so basically <laughs> yeah, what she's saying is you can speak it into existence like basically right. you can age yourself like if i say i'm old i'm too old to do something your body mm-hmm. and your mentality will instantaneously mm-hmm. go into that sort of that mindset so power mm-hmm. of the tongue if you believe in something you got to speak it into existence so i think that's you know the key to anything key to life mm-hmm. so i do want to wrap with asking Demetra one more question and earlier uh, we had started the conversation off talking about how um, we've been reaching so many different demographics, like people all over. Um, and I'm wondering, you being a single mother and just who you are as a person, what demographic are you hoping to most reach 
and why? Well, well, of course, I want people who are my same demographics. I want to reach them, but I do want to bring a different perspective to people who don't look like me, who aren't Mm -hmm. single mothers, who are not black, you know, who don't live in America. I want them to just, you know, just, I just want to bring a different perspective. Especially Uh, because, you know, sometimes I feel like people view things based off of what they see on TV. So I just want them to hear and hear a different perspective on things. I got a a quick little bounce off question from that. Mm -hmm. And then it looks like Moody, she, she got something to say. What do you see the outlook of a podcast being a new form of media to reach our demographic? I think I think everyone is involved with podcasts now. And it's so crazy, like how back in the days, like the early 1900s radio was, you know, an important form of communication. And then it just kind of shifted to, you know, TV, seeing people. But I feel like because people are always on the move, whether you're working out, whether you're driving, podcasts are just something just easy to put on and just just listen to so it's Mm -hmm. funny how we're kind of shifting back to Mm -hmm. that I think people are going back to the basics we're realizing Mm -hmm. how technology yes has moved us forward but it also has held us back in terms Mm -hmm. of slitting our attention span stressing us out um and going back to the simplicity of a podcast so that like you're saying, you can do different things while you're listening to a podcast so you can be infe- effective and while doing something else. And then uh, to follow on that, I just feel like just learning different perspectives because there's podcasts about everything. So mm-hmm. if I'm in Brazil, if I'm in um, Australia to see how people in America are retaining information, how they're learning, how they're evolving, that's going to give me a new outlook on life. So. I feel like the world is getting smaller as technology is evolving um, and just sharing those sort of those sort of values. It just helps push us forward. So I love doing this. I love this outlet. Um, I appreciate having my accountability partners on my business partners on Got my niggas love. Uh, <laughs> I love, uh, you know, being able to talk to the world like my goal with mm-hmm. this has always been to at least impact one person to reach a new person and we've been able to hit different continents so moody i want you to know that you know even if it only gets to two people that's two more people that haven't got your sort of mindset your perspective so we're doing something we're doing something positive uh we shifting the way media is being represented and appreciate having y'all yes All right, we're going to wrap. Until next time. Peace. Bye.